You're listening to Her Faith Inspired, a podcast created for women like you looking for real connection, spiritual growth, and inspiration on their daily walk with Christ. I'm your host, Anastasia Franklin. Let's chat. Um, this topic is super near and dear to my heart. Uh, sometimes life just doesn't go as you expect, right? Which can be super frustrating, especially when you feel like you finally got it all together and you know what direction you're supposed to go in, but then suddenly life throws you for a loop and God changes your direction. Big changes like this can be super hard to overcome and can leave you feeling lost and discouraged. So to talk about this today, I have an amazing young woman here with us that I consider a friend who impacts women all over the world with her awesome faith, encouraging blog, and authenticity. Uh, So Hannah, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. Thanks so much for having me. I'm having such a fun time. Um, Hey, everyone. My name's Hannah, and I'm the founder and author behind a faith-based blog called Transparency Blog, whose mission is to teach and empower the Christian women to conquer fear and self-doubt so that they can confidently believe who God has called her to be. And so we provide resources through blogs and emails and online content, as well as plan events for women to really dive deep and really know what it means to root their identity in Christ. So awesome. Oh my gosh. So when did you start your blog? I started it. Well, this is such a long story, (laughs) but it originally started, if you want to know like the long history, like I'll keep it the shortest version that I can. Long story short, it was started in about 2013 as a sophomore in college, and that's how the name was created, but it was like a hot mess. Like it was on Blogger, like there was no structure. I was posting weird blog posts like 31 Signs, She's Your Best Friend, or The Day I Made Empanadas, (laughs) The Day After Cinco de Mayo. It was just a mess, and I was trying to be what I call like insta famous and I didn't know what the heck I was doing so I like on I was doing it on and off there was no sense of consistency Um, and then in 2017 I was like I really want to get it back into blogging and this time I really just want to talk about Jesus like I don't really care about the other topics like who cares what I'm wearing because I'm probably going you know, not look good in this a year from now. (laughs) So I just wanted to talk about (laughs) Jesus. Um, And so I officially started my blog back in 2017. I can't believe it's 2019 already. That's wild to me. Um, Mm -hmm. And I've been doing it for about a year and a half now. So that's when it got started. And now it is what it is today, just helping a lot of women really root their identity in Christ. Wow. Awesome. Um, So I would love to just go ahead and jump in this topic. Um, Yeah, so you've been going through a lot of change recently in the past year. So do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Sure, yeah. So um, a lot of people don't know, but growing up, I've always wanted to be a doctor. Just since I can still remember when I was six or seven, people would ask me what I wanted to do. And I was like, I'm going to be a doctor. And like I studied um, really hard in high school, got really good grades, participated in all the extracurricular activities so that I could get into a really good um, college, got to college, um, and then realized that it wasn't as easy as I thought it was going to be. And it was like a disaster low key um, in terms of <laughs> it just didn't look the way that I thought it would. So I studied really hard in my classes, but didn't seem to do as well as I would have liked. Um, and took the MCAT and so there was just all these barriers of I think I guess you can say like preventing me from really being successful or what I thought was success um, in order to be a competitive applicant for medical school 
Um, but I kept pushing. I kept going. Like I started to really study hard. I took the MCAT, like failed that the first time. It was just terrible. Um, retook the MCAT. And then in 2017, the time that I actually started this blog was when I um, went through the process of applying to medical school. So in the fall of 2017, I was applying to medical schools. I was going to interviews, which was honestly shocking to me. I didn't think I was going to get any interviews. So the fact that I had like four of them, I was really surprised. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. And then come to find wow. out, I didn't get in. Um, and that was spring of 2018. So we're looking at maybe April to about um, June-ish. I was hearing back from like final schools about whether or not I was um, accepted or not. And I came to find out that I didn't get in. Um, and I was living in Raleigh at the time. And I knew because I was yeah. working at a job um, in order to just kind of pay the bills in order for me to get into medical school prior to starting. Um, and I knew that I wasn't supposed to be at that job for a year and a half after I started it. So I started the job, um, Jan I think it was January 2017. And I knew I wasn't supposed to be there. I knew I was supposed to be somewhere come August 2018. And so I hope you're following me on this timeline. But oh, yeah. it was a lot like basically from April all the way up until now my life has been a complete shift and a complete different path than what I thought it was going to be and so in the summer of 2018 which is just this past summer I had to basically make a decision was I going to surrender my life and what I thought my life would look like to God or was I going to keep trying to go down the medical school route because I just didn't I don't know. It just felt really weird. And I was moving to Charlotte because I felt like God was calling me to Charlotte. So my career wasn't looking like the way I thought it would. I knew I wasn't supposed to be living in the city that I was living in. And I didn't know what the heck I was supposed to be doing next. And this was all happening around the same time. And I'm growing in my faith, like learning what faith really is, like learning it from a, mm -hmm. on a personal level. Um, and so I moved to Charlotte. I started working at a doctor's office. And then as I started working at the doctor's office and I've been there since, so I moved to Charlotte back in August of 2018. Um, and I, once I got there, I realized that I don't think I really want to do medicine. And if for anyone that has <laughs> basically set their goal or their life plan on doing something, and then all of a sudden you're kind of doing something completely different, it's just kind of like a shock. Like you're going through this mini midlife crisis low-key you're like I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing now this doctor's office and so that's kind of like being brought bringing you up until today um I like and even like so like at the same time this blog is like growing like it's growing honestly quickly yes. like quickly like I'm not saying that to be like arrogant or braggy, but it's like growing more than I thought it would. Like I had 80 followers back in 2017 and now I have like, I don't know, 3000 and not that that's like a huge amount, but to show like how much has grown awesome. over the last year, I'm just really shocked. Like, Oh, I guess people are interested in the topics of transparency. People are interested in like overcoming their fear and self doubt. And like, it's really interesting. Cause I always speak from a perspective of this is how God has moved in my life. And for I don't know. It just really shows us that none of us are alone, but yes, I've been dealing with a lot of transition and it's been challenging. And there's been many days where I've cried my eyes out because I have no idea what God is doing. And I think that's the big thing that I've learned throughout this process is that when you're really, really, really deciding to follow God, you're not always going to know what that next step is. Sometimes you're not going to know the next year. You're not going to know the next month, even the next day. Like there's just no nothing that can be predicted and this is for like especially my type a friends because 
I'm type A plus and I like to plan things out <laughs> for a year. Like I'm that girl oh, that will yes. plan out. Like I'm the planner girl. Like I was the girl in college that had a sticky note on my laptop just so I would know <laughs> what I was supposed to be doing every single day. Like yep. 8 a.m. go to class. 9.30, go to the library. I was that girl like that planned out everything. And so for me to just not have a plan at all and really surrendering it to God and submitting to God and learning to be obedient in the wait, that has been like one of, it's just been so challenging, but also encouraging and self-developing in terms of my growth and my spiritual walk and even in my relationship with Christ. So so how do you, how do you even start to process your entire plan for your life? Just going the opposite direction. Like, um, one of the ways that I actually, um, really, really like got to meet you and everything. And one of the things I really loved about you and you were talking about your blog growing and everything like that. And it's not crazy, like how God just seems to like, just step in like, Hey, you know, I know you weren't expecting this, but here's kind of where I want you to be right now. You know? No, I completely relate to that. And it's, it's not easy and I don't want anyone to get, I think that's the thing that really can be discouraging for a lot of people. They think when they look at other people, especially with this social media world, they think everybody has it all together. And truly, honestly, Mm -hmm. even like leaders to this day, the truth is like, here's the real truth. Like the jig is up. Here's the real truth. Don't nobody know what's happening when they're really following (laughs) God. Like it's a surprise walk of faith. Like you just don't know. All you have to do is just really lean on him and depend on him and just know that he has you. And that's what you have to put your faith in is in God, not in your circumstance or your outcome or what it looks like around you, like finances, health, relationships, all of that. Like everything that I think sometimes we try to figure things out and like they try to, we try to solve things or we try to fix things or we try to do things in our own strength. Whereas the whole time God has already planned it all out. Like he's already done it by his spirit. Like it's already been finished just like he finished it on the cross, just like our salvation. When we're, when we accept God as our Lord and savior, we don't have to do anything. Like we just have to believe and it's done because that's how salvation works. You we receive it um, I think it's like, I always get this mixed up. It's like by faith through grace or through grace by faith. I think that's the one we are saved through grace by faith. <laughs> and this, anything that we want in this world works the same way. Like you do it through God's grace by faith. And I, that's what I've had to lean on. It's just not on my own understanding and not like being okay with not knowing and being okay when it doesn't look like, or it doesn't feel right, or it doesn't feel good. Um, I have to be okay with the discomfort. Like I have to be okay with being uncomfortable because while I'm feeling uncomfortable, God's honestly just stretching me and growing me into the person he's called it, called me to be so I can ultimately do what he's called me to do. And if we're all really being purpose-driven and trying to walk in our purpose and trying to fulfill the destiny that God has for us, that's only going to come through obedience and through honoring him through his direction. And sometimes that doesn't look like knowing what's going to, knowing what it's going to look like, but it's doing those, that daily act of obedience. Like what has God told me to do today? God's told me to maybe love somebody or God's told me to just work on this blog post. And I don't have to have like the next month or the next year figured out, but I know that I've been tasked to do this blog post today and I want to make it the best blog post that's ever been read. So I think that's how I've been able to manage it. It's just being obedient with what God has put in front of me and taking it honestly day by day. Wow. And see, I mean, I, that's the piece that I feel like a lot of people forget 
I mean, that piece there, just stepping out on faith, you don't really, I feel like um, developing your faith just has so much to do with just stepping out on faith in the first place. Yes, um, I agree completely. Like, I, I have this joke all the time. I'm like, man, okay, God, I'm out here like Peter. Like, <laughs> don't let me fall, you know? Because, like, you're literally doing the impossible and you have no idea how things are going to happen. Yeah. And then God just has a way of showing you, like, okay, here's a little piece of this and here's a little piece of that. I'm putting the puzzle together for you. Oh, you didn't know how you were going to get uh, the finances for that? Okay, well, here we go. Yeah. Okay, well, you didn't know um, that this is the church you're supposed to be at? Well, here's a church, or here's a support system, or here, you know, and it's like the more you go into it, the more terrified you are. Yes. <laughs> but there's this crazy peace that he gives you, and I think that's that's what faith is, you know? No, I completely agree, and I was talking to somebody else about this, and faith is obedience like even in the example with Peter stepping out on the water like God told him to step out on the water and it was Peter's obedience that really showed you know the people the other disciples in the boat that he had faith like you you can't have faith without obedience like it's impossible to please God without faith and you have to obey him when what he says like if like give this amount of money and you don't think you have that amount of money in your bank account that takes faith to obey God and do it anyways, Mm -hmm. knowing that he'll provide the finances in some other way. And like, I think that's the misconception or even deception that we have in this generation thinking that it's always going to be cookie cutter or it's going to be perfect or it's going to work out. And it does work out in the end, but the process to get to that end point doesn't always look like what we thought it would look like. And sometimes it's hard and it's, like I said, uncomfortable and we have to be okay with being uncomfortable like it's we're just yes some of them so many of us like want God's amazing plan we want his like supernatural plan we want it to be like crazy amazing but some of us aren't willing to go through the process to get to that and it just goes hand in hand so so when you were learning to obey um obey God what was what was a defining moment in this past year that that told you okay God I'm I'm gonna obey you no matter what I think there were so many different defining moments, but I think the two that were really defining for me was, I don't know what day it was. I just know that there was a moment where I really surrendered. It was the beginning of the summer prior to moving to Charlotte where I really just, I let go. Like I let go of my idea and my plan of getting into med school. And like, I'm, I became open to God's plan and let go of my plan. That was like a huge defining moment for me. Um, and then another defining moment is just this past recently, like within the last month or so where in the waiting period of, you know, going through the process of whatever that process is and God maturing me and developing me, um, and in the places that I am like serving where I'm serving and learning what I'm learning, it's been Mm -hmm. learning about obedience, which is probably why I've been talking so much about obedience along with faith recently, because that's been a huge pivotal learning point for me is like, as you wait, you have to obey and do it with a good attitude. And that can be easier said than done. Like it's not easy (laughs) to sometimes obey God when you don't want to be doing what you, like you're not doing what you're really wanting to do. For example, like I would much rather be like working full-time with this current blog, but I'm working a full-time job doing something completely Mm -hmm. different in an industry, completely different, but God is using it as an opportunity to grow me and develop me. And I know there's purpose while we're where I'm at and I have to be willing to trust God and obey God and still show up with a good attitude. 
um, and submit to his direction. Like that has been one of the biggest lessons or a really huge defining moment for me is learning to first surrender my life to God and then really submit myself to God and like be obedient. And like, if he says, Hey, don't spend that money on that lipstick that you wanted to buy, which if I'm being super honest, I was completely disobedient and bought that lipstick and looked like a bomb <laughs> pick on New Year's Eve. Like, <laughs> and, but it's, thing, it's little things like that. Like sometimes we think it's this big thing that God's saying, but it's even in the little things too. Like, cause I mean, for me personally, he's trying to like restructure my finances and help me be a little bit more disciplined. Yes. And it's like, even in the small things, like I'll remember I'll be in a Chick-fil-A line and God will be like, um, you know, you're not supposed to be at Chick-fil-A you know what? <laughs> like, that is so true. You know, and people to... never talk about no, that. It's the small things like you go to Target, you know, you're not supposed to be buying that at Target. Like, you said <laughs> we're going to get a battery. Why are you buying a throw pillow? Like, it just, it's like the, it's the little things. The little it things. It really is the little things. Like, God, and God will never put you in charge of a lot of things until you're faithful with the small things. So, if we can't even obey Him and the small things of like buying our lipstick at, like, buying a lipstick from, Sephora or not buying Chick-fil-A how is he going to trust us if there's like something huge like when we're running a I don't know a million dollar company and God says move the company in this direction and we're disobedient he can't trust us that way and he Mm -hmm. can only test our obedience at the level of our faith and like the way that we're growing so that's why I like to say they go hand in hand that is so awesome and that's so true I've even had moments of like that in my life and I think Um, Even when you read the Bible and you see these amazing stories of great faith, I mean, like you said, Peter walking on water, you know, Moses, Abraham, all these amazing people that did amazing things on faith. I mean, splitting seas and things like that. And I feel like um, sometimes we we look at those things. Right. And we're expecting those moments in our life. Um, But God's like, well, I can give you that split the sea, move the mountain moment. If you will put that lipstick back. Exactly. And <laughs> you I'm, know? Still, I'm still at the lipstick stage. Like, I'm still at the don't <laughs> buy that lipstick, even if you really want it. God said no. So, like, that's where I am. So, yeah, it's, it's like a lot of growth. Um, a lot of it comes, like, a lot of restructuring or redirection comes with obedience, but then it comes with, like, a lot of stretching and growth. And sometimes we just have to be okay with that like I keep saying it maybe God Holy Spirit really wants me to share that part but like we have to really be okay with the discomfort like it's not abnormal for us to feel uncomfortable like that's just how you know it's working I I think that's a that's another piece I mean um and if you want to expand on that that's perfectly fine I've been in a season myself where I'm I've been uncomfortable and I'm like okay God you know um you know, um, my pastor actually said something to me one time um, that made a lot of sense. He was like, um, Anna, sometimes you have to put purpose over preference. Yep. You know, um, your preference is that you uh, live in the big house on the end of the corner. Um, but your purpose says, no, I need you to I need you to be in this small neighborhood um, with um, these people that really need you, you know, or. Maybe your preference is, oh, I want the comfy job with the big office and, you know, the 401k plan and all that stuff. And God says, no, your purpose, uh, for your purpose, I'm putting you in a nonprofit that it doesn't pay that well, but all your needs will be supplied and you will be working in my purpose for your life. And I mean, I think that is just 
just to know that, just to rest in that, I think that's helped me a lot, you know? Yes, I completely agree. And like, the, I think what helps is in those moments of discomfort, something that has really helped me is like, you have to really remember God's promise to you. Cause usually prior to like any step or move out on faith or step out on faith is like, sometimes, I don't know if this is for everyone, but this is how it worked for me. God promised me something or he like promised me like, Hey, I have great plans for you. And like these, all of God's promises can always be found in his word. Um, so that's how you know if it's from God or not, but he'll usually, he'll usually like speak something over you or he'll use a person to speak it to you. Or maybe he'll like use some type of symbolic sign. Like one of my friends, she says that God always speaks to her through daisies, which I think is really beautiful, but God will like speak a promise to you. Um, and then that's when the like direction or the guidance will come like, Hey, do this. And that's when he's testing your obedience and your faith. Um, and you're going to have to do it. And even in those moments of discomfort, you're going to have to remember the promise, like, Hey, God's doing this for my good. He's doing this to develop me. And more times than not, it's for where he wants us to go. But sometimes he knows that, I mean, not sometimes, but he knows the desires of our hearts and he knows what we want and he knows what we like and he knows what we desire and more like he like because he's such a good father and like out of his like unconditional love for us as his children he loves to give that to us and some things he doesn't give and some things um he does and that's like just because he's faithful and he loves us and he just cares about us and he cares about those desires and so we have to really just depend on the promise even in those moments and know that when we're going through really like difficult seasons or challenging seasons just know that it's gonna always work out in our favor because God is a good God and he's a good father and he would do nothing to disappoint us or to shame us or to make us feel bad like God is not the type of God that sees us and thinks like I just Mm -hmm. want her to feel crappy like he just doesn't feel that way (laughs) he wouldn't have sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins if he just wanted us to feel crappy all the time um like he did that because he wants us to have eternal life with him and that's why we have to like we have to really remember those things. And that's why I always like to tell people to like keep a journal of how you can like, that's helped super helpful for me just processing. Like this is what was really hard about my day. And I honestly like journals sometimes are like adult versions of diaries and that's completely okay. Um, (laughs) But just use it as a space to write out your thoughts and really process because if you don't process it, especially in front of God, then it comes out in other places and it just gets really messy um, because that emotion has to go somewhere. And if we're not processing it correctly or he- in a healthy way, um, it'll come back out some in a different unhealthy way. And so journaling really does help because then you're able to see like God's footprints or God's fingerprints in the, in the midst of like everything that you're going through. And you can just trust and lean in him and just know that he has your best interests at heart. So, yeah, no. And I'm a strong believer in writing things down, um, finding a healthy outlet because if you don't let it out, in some way, you know, it's going to come out in another. It's going to um, come back. It will. Like, it doesn't just disappear, you know. Yeah. You have to find a way to, and I, I do that often through prayer. Um, I do it through music personally. Um, but I, yeah, I agree with you 100%. Um, encourage people to find an outlet um, for those things. And you also said that um, you had some moments where you really felt just discouraged where you would sit and and cry about what was going on because you're so overwhelmed or, you know, um, with everything that's going on. So how did you deal with that? How did you bounce back? Um, I think 
obviously God, like processing that time, taking those emotions to God and being honest. Like sometimes I think we're scared to tell God how, about how we feel, but God is like mature, like way more mature than we can ever, like he can handle it. And I'm not saying to just be rude to God. Um, cause I mean, God can handle it up until a certain point. It's just like your parents. If you're mad at them, like you can tell them how mad you are at them, but then there's like a certain line where it's like, okay, that's, that's yes. enough. Like, like God, works still your father, exactly. you know? God works the same way. Like you can be honest with him and tell him how you really feel. And like, there's so many times in those moments where I'm like, God, I don't like this. But in those times, I'm always going back to that promise. And that's what I usually lean on. And I'm like, confessions changed the game for me. Like, that is how I get through my really hard days or even just, I don't know, training my spirit to keep a good attitude or to keep the right heart posture is like speaking and confessing the word of God over our our lives. That's how I really just manage that. Um, Like, I go based on like whatever I'm dealing with or say I'm like really struggling in my finances or say that I'm really feeling insecure or say that um, I'm struggling with being obedient, to be honest, I go and find scriptures that really speak to that situation in my life. And I write them down in my like adult diary or my journal and I confess them every single day. And I don't know how the word of God does it. I just know that it works, but it really will transform everything. And so it's in, it's usually done to just boost you up and like just really upholster you as a person um and so when the day of evil comes or when those hard days come you don't feel as discouraged because you have the word like coming out um and even in the days that you like that I did cry or the days that I did feel like overwhelmed like I said I would just take you to God or I just would tell a friend like there's power in just confessing your feelings to people who care about you because like I said you need a place to unload those things and I think we always think that we have to be perfect and that's not who we are as people. Like we're never going to be perfect. We're always going to like mess up and we're not going to always have the best attitude on our really hard days, but thank God he's a God of grace and um, he can handle it. And I'm just so thankful that God has been so gracious to me throughout this whole process. Cause if it weren't for him, I don't know where I would be probably lost (laughs) and confused (laughs) Just, put, you would yeah. have had to put me in a, like, I don't know. You would have had to like get, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know where I would be. I would be lost without him. So I, and there's someone, you know, listening right now. Um, and it's actually kind of in my heart to, to just ask you, you know, you, you've gone through this change and, um, this, this season you're and you're still kind of in the midst of it, but now, you know, you're really leaning on your faith you're leaning on the promises of God. Um, so you have some sense of direction. Um, what would you say to the Hana, you know, a year ago who was just kind of lost, you know, like had no clue what was going on, who to lean on, what to lean on. Um, I mean, was that ever you at a point? Um, no, it was, I was never lost. I was just set in my own ways. So if I had to talk to that, okay. Hannah, I would have told her what like my mentors have told me is like, be open to what God has for you and be willing to let go of what you think your life is going to look like and let be willing to surrender that for what God has for you, because it's always like what God has will always be way better than anything that you could possibly think or imagine or come up with yourself. And in that you have to be okay with God's timing and God's pace and God's rhythm. And it's not going to always be done 
the way you want it to or when you want it to, but you have to trust him and know that um, he's got you and he loves you and he cares about you and he cares about everything that's on the inside of your heart. And he's going to do it for you. Like, he's going to just show up and he's going to do it the way, like, not <laughs> that you thought it would be, but just in a way that just shows his reckless love for you um, and the purpose that you have, that he has for you so that you can just help build the kingdom and help other souls get saved and transformed. Um, and I honestly, like, you could have probably told myself that like a year ago, but I don't know. There's just something different about going through your own process. It's one of those things where you just have to go through it yourself. And like, God's just going to really have to carry you through it. Like he's been helping me carry, like, as he's been helping me navigate through it. Um, and I'm still going through it. Like, just because I've grown so much in the last year, doesn't mean that there's more that God's been teaching me. And so like, this is something that like I can connect with everyone with and relate to with on a personal level, because I'm still in a process, like I'm still learning and still growing and still being stretched. And I still have date. Like I was just yesterday. I was like, why am I going through this? This sucks. Like, I don't, I don't enjoy this <laughs> at all. Like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> and like, God will just, like, he's just so faithful. Like he's just such a promise keeper and he'll like drop little scriptures. And I'm like, Oh my God, Lord, you're so, I don't know. You're such a gentleman. Like only you would know to put Psalms 27 on my heart. And like, He'll help me, like, he'll put a friend in my path. He'll just ask how I'm doing and, like, they'll let me listen. Like, they'll listen to me or, I don't know, he'll do something that will help me know that I'm on the right track. And, like, I would rather be obedient to what God has for me. And not, I don't do it to get, but to just to honor my relationship with him because I love God and I want, I don't know, I just, like, I love Jesus. Like, I really do love this guy. And, like, I don't want to do anything that's not what he wants. And so... I would just rather that be the focus. And even if that means that I suffer a little bit or it doesn't feel good, I just know that there's like a greater purpose for it. And even if it's not here on earth, I know it'll be in heaven. So awesome. So this podcast is all about, you know, practical tips and things that you can actually apply. So for that person that is, you know, sitting here listening and they're like, okay, I get it. Step out on faith, you know, all right, you know, pray more, do these things. But, um, they're still hesitant and they're still not sure because, you know, the finances aren't there, the family support isn't there, um, you know, the yeses aren't there. What would you say is your very first step? And I actually, I feel like I kind of know what you're going to say, but I want to... Confess the word, then that's the, definitely the first step. Like, you need to be in your word, confessing and declaring the word of God. There's so, I like, I say this all the time, but there is so much power in confessing the word and everything that you want to see in life will happen in the spirit before it ever happens in the natural. Like that's why your relationship with God is so important. And it's not because mm -hmm. you are in a relationship with God to get what you want. Like you're in a relationship with God because you love God and you want more of God. And like, you want him, you don't want the things that he can give you. But through that, God starts to reveal things to you because of, he just loves you and he shows you and he like he's beginning to trust you and he wants to, put you in charge of more things and he wants to do more things through you and in order for his word and his glory. Um, and that's when he does that. And you're like, what the heck, how the heck am I supposed <laughs> to be doing this? And like, I have this and this is what the outcome looks like. And he's told you by his spirit in your prayer time and your word, whatever, how he ever, however he's revealed it to you. When that happens and when you get there, that's when your faith has to get like, popping like you have to like really start using your operating <laughs> in faith and the way to do that is to confess the word and 
like I just said, when I, like, whenever I feel discouraged, whatever area you're believing God for, go and find scriptures. Like go, if you're looking for a a resource, go to my website at www.cleartransparency.com and sign up for the confessions project. Cause that's what that whole movement is about is learning how to, to declare the word of God over your life. Um, but find your scriptures and then say them jokers every single day until you see it happen. (laughs) Because the more that you speak it, the more that you will just see it transform you and your thinking and it's, I don't know how to explain it because it's all supernatural. It's just by God's spirit. You will just. I think it's also. Um, oh, go sorry. ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, and I think that, um, you know, I was actually going to ask you about the Confessions pro- uh, Project because I think that's an awesome thing that you're doing. But um, before we get there, um, just confessing the word, um, just that alone um, I feel like it's just you, you telling God, okay, you know, I'm stepping out here on faith. You know what I mean? Um, I'm, I'm claiming it in your name. And you, yes, um, it's true because his word, I mean, there's so many scriptures about the power of the word and like how the word of God is alive and active is sharper than any double-edged sword or how it says in Isaiah that his word does not return to him void. And like God literally spoke the whole world, like your bed that you see, your room that you're looking at, <laughs> that piece of paper that you're probably looking at in your hand or that steering wheel that you're lo- steering wheel that you're looking at as you drive. All of that, I mean, God didn't like create the car, but he created the whole world like that you're in by his word. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's his same word and the same power and authority that he has that he's put inside of you because of the Holy Spirit that's been put there because of your salvation. That's the same power that you have. So when you speak his word, he says his word does not return to him void. That's the same word that or the same power that's literally created the whole entire world. That's why you're creating it by the spirit. And then by his spirit, it happens in the natural. Like you bring it from heaven down to earth or by his spirit into the like physical. And that's how it happens. Like, I don't, there is no, like, it's just by God's spirit. It's like dumbfounding. It's also really cool (laughs) to see how powerful it is. So, yes. So the Confessions Project, um, you want to give us a little bit more um, detail about that? Yeah, so it's like my baby. I love it like so freaking much. Um, it's a movement <laughs> to help believers declare God's promises. Of really believe who God has called them to be. Um, and basically it started out as a devotional, um, a weekly devotional that people were able to sign up for. And now it's just kind of become its own movement. And I'm really, really excited because like a devotional, like printed published version is coming out this spring. So I'm like really, really excited because it's like a super great resource. And in the beginning, I kind of talk about, you know, like what I just shared, speaking God's word over your life. Um, And then it provides you like with the tools, like, okay, if you're really struggling with, you know, fear, what does God say about fear? Like, what is his promise about fear? It says that we don't have a spirit of fear. So here's some scriptures you could be confessing. Or if you struggle with feeling like you're loved, like, what does God say? God says you're loved and there's nothing that can separate you from his love. So here's all the scriptures about not all of them, but here are some that you can be confessing over your life. And just by you committing yourself to repeating them every day, you will just watch it change your life. And the only reason why I can say that is because it has drastically changed my whole life and the way that I see myself for people who are like, what do I do? Like, what purpose do I have? And the real truth is you're never going to be able to fulfill your purpose until you're secure in who God has called you to be. Cause you have to be rooted in his, the identity that he's given you. And you have to be rooted in your identity in Christ before you can ever fulfill the purpose that he has. Um, because for example, 
if God's called you to do like to start a women's ministry, you got to be real secure to be in women's ministry. Like, <laughs> yes. like really oh. secure. Like you're just not going <laughs> to be able to, like you, the, the spirit cannot flow through you, like through a weak vessel. It's just not going to, it's really like challenging. And I'm not saying that you have to be perfect, but you mm-hmm. should be able to grow and mature and develop. And that's why that process is so important that and why God takes us through a process so we can be prepared for where we're going. Um, Cause God doesn't want to give it to us and we won't be able to carry its weight. Cause some of these things are challenging yes. and we want it, but it's like, do you know about all the other parts about it that may not feel so good? Cause that mm-hmm. is a part of the package too. All right, ladies, that was an awesome conversation that I had um, with Hannah Hobson. Uh, you can find more about the Confessions Project on her blog, cleartransparency.com, or you can visit her on Instagram at transparencyblog. She is an awesome, awesome soul, um, awesome, awesome woman. Um, and I really hope that this episode blessed you today. Um, so again, don't forget, if you really, really enjoyed this podcast, screenshot it. Put it on Instagram, share it with your friends, share it with me. I love getting encouragement from you guys. It encourages me to keep going. Um, you can follow Her Faith Inspired on Instagram, on Facebook. Join our Facebook group. We have an awesome community just waiting for you to be a part of it. We have funny conversations. We laugh. We talk. Um, and we just are real. We're Christian women doing life together. So if you are interested in being a part of that, again, that's her Faith Inspired on Instagram and Her Faith Inspired on Facebook. I really hope that you enjoyed it. Again, this is your host, Anastasia Franklin, and I can't wait to talk to you soon.